0: Welcome along legends to another episode of Don't Threaten Me With A Good Time. If this is your first time stopping by or you're back for another dose, we appreciate you letting us into your eardrums. Today's greeting comes from the land of the rising sun. Everyone always hears the great parts of Japan, the cherry blossoms, the sushi, the bullet trains, the self-cleaning toilets and of course the vending machines with used underwear in them. But this week I've discovered an even more dazzling part of their rich culture, the yukai. These are Japanese supernatural monsters, spirits and demons that the Japanese often worship. From shape-shifting cats to thousand-eyed demons, one particularly jumped out at me from down the rabbit hole this week. The Akaname. The Akaname's main purpose is to hide in the corner of bathrooms and get into the hard-to-reach places and lap up all the grot from the sink, toilets and bathtub. The Akaname translates in English to Filth Man and takes the form of a man, covered in warts, with a tongue down to his knees, movements of a frog and the physical attributes, most importantly, his passion for smut, triggered a striking resemblance to the man sitting next to me, my co-host, Sam Voisin. How art thou, mate? Oh, mate, I'm pretty good. Uh, That was a riffing introduction and I think the Filth Man does sum me up quite well. Since you're on the... I just heard you touch briefly on the vending machines selling underwear. And I just thought to mention that when I was in Japan, I actually found one of those vending machines, and I bought some used underwear, just as a bit of a gag. It took me two weeks of sniffing to realise that it was men's underwear. Is it it like one of those book... Things you have in the park where you take one and leave one. Do you put it? Do you (coughs) take a pair of underwear and put your own back in, or does it drop down like if you get confectionery or packets of chips? Does it sort of slide to the front? It slides. It slides to the front. Uh, You can't actually see the underwear either. And they have all sorts of vending machines over there where you can buy like hot drinks, which isn't that actually impressive. You can buy live beetles as pets, or you can buy like Paul McCartney or. Yep, Paul McCartney, um, all the others, John as well. It'll I be remember. a bit tr- tricky to get out a vending machine, probably decaying quite badly at the moment. Yeah, we well you can break it up easier. Imagine. But yeah, they've got all sorts of stuff, but the filth man sounds like a bit of a bloke. Have you ever had any experience, or do you, I shall rephrase that, do you have a favourite sort of supernatural being or anything oh, in the godly world? Like a deity? Yeah. Um, I actually remember one from when I used to do classical studies in school, and his name, do you know who Babby is? Baby, no. No, so he's the chief of baboons. Right. Right, so Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, real pig. Well, you, not a pig, baboon. If but... you didn't know him. So he was an Egyptian god, and he actually... It's funny you, you said that I was like the filth man, because he actually reminds me a wee bit of you. Oh. Where he is uh, fiercely loyal, uh, extremely territorial like a baboon, and also very similar to you, when he's trying to attract a mate, his bottom gets very swollen and red and puffs out a lot. Oh yeah, that striking resemblance, I can take that, I can yep. cop that on the chin. But what Babby would do, or does do, if he's still around, I don't know, but he actually uh, devours lost souls, but what he's best known for is sealing the gates of heaven with his erect penis. Babby, you naughty <laughs> man. Imagine how awkward that is when someone comes up to the pearly gates, and you've got, it's St. Peter that guards the pearly gates, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Imagine if he's on the gate, and someone comes up like Mother Teresa, and he'd have to turn them away just to be like, "Sorry, we've got this baboon with this huge erect penis just <laughs> wedged got... in between the in the lock." Yeah, like a latch. Um, would it be latch form, or do you think it would be tied around like when you lock your bike wheel? Depends what sort of knot you can tie. Do you learn that one in scouts? Are baboons well hung? I don't think they are actually. They're not. That's why that. It's also s- why it reminds me a bit of you. <laughs> yeah. Now I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> baboons avid masturbators as well, aren't they? Again. I'm I'm striking my own CV up here, aren't I? I'm really you are. Oh, they are actually. They love it. My credentials. It was funny you mentioned the filth man as well before because that reminds me of when I was in Japan. I got this just the most horrendous food poisoning. I ate this stuff that this woman on the street said that it was a pizza and it was spaghetti with a cracked egg on top Mm -hmm. out of a plastic little plastic like bento bowl box sort of thing. She had it laid out on some. Like picnic blanket, just on the street. She was definitely homeless. My travel companion at the time opted to get something from Seven Eleven, and I thought, I'll go for the local cuisine and I'll get this pizza that's actually spaghetti with egg on top. And the next day we were at a Starbucks, and I just felt rotten. Ran into the toilet, started spewing into the sink. Didn't realize I was in the woman's bathroom, and they were just walking up and just using the sink next to me and not even looking at me. And the fact that you mentioned the filth man. I think they probably just thought that was me. Just really there. Just just cleaning it. Devouring it. It's actually funny because it is a tradition that has struck with the Japanese culture through all these years. Apparently there's fear that although he keeps a tidy bathroom, he they don't want him there. So Japanese bathrooms all throughout history have always been kept immaculate because they don't want him to appear. But... For the sake of having him in your flat, if I had an immaculate Dalton, I'd cop having this freak show in the corner just... With his tongue, but moving like a... I love that he moves like a frog. Yeah, that's that's sort of like you on the rock climbing wall, I thought. That's where it again ticked off another resemblance. And the tongue to the knee. It's not Gene Simmons, is it? No, but his tongue is covered in warts almost like the warts must be made of what's he been tongue of that those yeah exactly but those scrunchies uh you know those Goldilockses that do the pans oh yeah but they said that he his main speciality is not that he does that not that he's into not necessarily that into filth but he gets into the nooks and crannies where you can't get mate fair enough he'd be a great housekeeper about to say he would be a great room service attendant as well he'd be absolutely gun. Um, so, shall we just rock, uh, rock into the week that was, mate? Um, yeah, let's do it. We'll go back to the shocker and the stunner, glass half full, glass half empty. What, what do you want to start with this week? Um, I've had a really, really good week. I've had quite a few pretty awesome things happen to me. I saw my mum a few times, which is great, because I hadn't John seen her in a while. I, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's obviously one of the stunners, but I'll get to the main stunner in a minute. But I just wanted to touch on the weather. Now right. we're episode two and we're already delving into weather chat. Yeah. But you know how it's been really up and down and just windy and sunny and nice and bad and rah 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 mm-hmm. all week? I was walking through a supermarket in Fendleton the other day and you know how you just overhear snippets of conversation? Eavesdropping. Yeah. And going back to I think the butchers, as we touched on last week, have a lot to answer for and this is just cementing it. Walking past the butchery section and this old butcher's talking to a customer and he just says, "Yeah, geez, weather's a bit crazy. I heard it's snowing in New Brighton at the moment." Just a blatant gossiping lie. I think he missed the memo and misread it when they said they're having a promotion on porky pies. Where's he heard that from, as well? Is <laughs> his mate just texting me like, "Yeah, it's snowing in New Brighton," and he just hasn't bothered to fact check it, or was he meaning was his mate in New Brighton meaning the weather? Yeah, or just snowing. Just he's got a fresh bag in for the day. I, I'd imagine that. Also, as well, I don't think in the current world of social media and everything like that and the weather apps and all that stuff you can't just trust Chinese a, whisper it anymore trust a butcher like yeah. that guy probably just looked on his looked on his met service straight after walking around just been like what a crocker of shit yeah <laughs> what a crock of shit or maybe she ran away and believed him and told her mates and then that's how it, got the snowball down and was yeah. going to hit the Jones. all of a sudden there's a tornado in Parklands oh mate oh you heard about that yeah yeah mate a tsunami down in down the Avon River as well God, that would bring dredge up some filth. The poor bloody white baiters. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say a few dead prostitutes coming up. But anyway, so they're just a few funny things from my week. But the stunner of my week was probably that I was riding the bike a fair bit. Had a few shocking headwinds, which you heard me complaining about. Yeah, gentleman. I was going to be late to work and I bloody, yeah, got there and was just having a mare. But being on the bike, you experience a lot more of, that sounds so wanky. You experience a lot more of life, man. You know, just really present. Really present, dude. You know, really one with nature. Yeah. But You've been lo- biking for a week. <clears throat> yeah, I've been mean, not even that. I've been biking for four days. But I was going past Burnside High, and I thought, I wonder if the dirt jumps are still there. So this was my stunner, is went out the back. Dirt jumps are still there, which is great, awesome. Um, so I had a few, had a few goes on that. Still absolutely rubbish on them. I actually credit carded myself once, which is when you're uh, between your legs, let's say, just wax right into the handlebars. Gave yourself a vagina, just the slot. Pretty much, mate. And there's not much to work with anyway, so it was terrible. Can't afford to be losing any. No, no, absolutely not. Caught in the chain. (laughs) (laughs) But so, yes, there was that, and that was just really awesome to do. We used to live out the back of those dirt jumps as a kid's. Did you? Yeah, as a family, as kids, as a family back in the day. And me and my sister went down there one time and we were playing around on the dirt jumps and stuff. And this group of unruly sort of youths sort of started to wander through the park. And I've just been like, oh, no trouble's brewing. Dropped my bike and just ran and just left my sister there. What a pussy. Ran round to my mate's house, (laughs) told his parents. His dad comes back running around with me to see my sister just... Walking back with two bikes. I was like, oh my God, are you hurt? Like, tried to play the protective younger brother then. And after she's like, after running away. After running away, just trying to make amends to my cowardness. And she's like, yeah, they were just walking through the park. Mate, judging a book by its cover. And I've just absolutely panicked. To be fair, they were probably just pranking, so. They were probably just egging. Yeah. As we've touched on before. But my sister clearly. The alpha of our family. Probably lost a lot of respect for you on that day, I'd say. I don't think we've ever really recovered as a sibling relationship. You've just hung her out to dry. Imagine if something did happen to her. Yeah. She got beaten up and mugged. Terrible to think of. Shocker. Yeah. But, so that was really cool, And, and actually, I remember when we used to go to those dirt jumps as well, and we had to have a meeting in Herewood School, because some kids were jumping, putting knives and forks. Under on the, the down ramp? No, no, under the, where the, there's a gap in the middle, and they're putting knives and forks in there. Like, to would that jump do over that it? much damage, or would that just be sort of like oh. gnarly? Would it hurt? Imagine that. Fork through your bloody feet. It would only sort of go through the tyre, wouldn't it? Oh, if you land off with your feet, though. What are you doing? If you're landing feet first on your, with <laughs> no you shoes on. You should have seen me on Tuesday, mate. Did you did you have a good go, or were you sort of underwhelmed at how shit you were? I was, so I, first one, I hit it with just absolutely unbelievable pace. So I was just fly, I was like, right, I'm just going to fly at it. That's the strategy you just tear ass, you know? There's nothing worse than telling a tall tale where no one's there to order it. Like, yeah, I absolutely did, flew at it. What, yeah. did you get a run up from Memorial? Yep, and uh, big backflip, landed it, <laughs> tail whip, on straight the, on the spoon, spine transfer mm-hmm. over the flaming knives and forks. Uh, but I hit it and instead of, angling my bike properly and it, you've seen my bike like it was pretty dusty and i've just hit it and just been completely level in the air and just landed straight down on the pole in the middle with no seat no seat on the oh, of course not mate you know mate. are you ride. <laughs> yeah of course so that was my stunner it was just quite fun just hit, taking you back to your nostalgia back the, to your childhood the dirt jumps i've would, sent, sent my cv off to nitro circus would younger sam Voiceon have made absolute mince meet of you on those jumps definitely Definitely on your BMX. Were you a BMX rider, or did you have the suspension? Were you one of those cool mountain biker soft tail? Yeah, soft tail. Like it. <laughs> like I feel like a mountain bike that doesn't go where well, you don't mountain bike when you're a kid. When you just sort of take the mountain bike on the roads, it's a bit like someone driving a Range Rover around Miravale You know, the old the farmer call of the Miravale tractors never set. foot. I mean, who drives in paddocks and three hundred thousand dollar Range Rovers or whatever? Anyway, no, they're but in the I feel- dusty utes. yeah, I feel like you. <clears throat> Driving around that, so good to hear that you were on the soft tail back in the day. I was on the softy, mate. Don't worry about that. Watch your. Sh- oh. <laughs> Sorry, uncle. Yeah. <laughs> What's your shocker? Uh, so, my, my, I've got a real shocker this week. A real shocker. So, I am currently trying to sell a friend's coffee machine. Yep. Who she has gone home. And internationally? And, yeah, no, just Ashburton, mate. Yeah, she's so, just left you with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going back to Burnside. Can too, you take this machine for me? Too much of a commute. So she's gone back to Svedan, and I was like doing the right thing. I was like, oh, I'll sell it for you, because it's going to be... Oh, she had to leave in a hurry, and it's going to be a, cost her an arm and a leg to send back, and yada, yada, yada. And so I was gearing up to watch the Israel Adesanya fight on Sunday. Like getting excited, or...? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I know it seems super unrelated, but this guy out in Holswell texted me for the coffee machine saying, blah, 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 I've talked to your friend, can I come see it today? I want to pick it up, I want to buy it. Sorted. I was like, great, awesome. I Put in the car with me, I was going to my mate's place around the corner to watch the fight. And, you know, UFC, it's, what, four-hour commitment? There's, you don't know what time the main fight's going to be and all the rest. And would you believe it, as Adesanya and Paula Costa's fight came about, literally, as they just stepped into the ring, and Bruce Buffer was just absolutely stacking himself and bloody soiling his pants with excitement at the start. Tearing up the microphone. Absolutely. Much not too dissimilar to us today. And he texts me, I'm here. Did you think about saying, can you wait 15 minutes? Piss off. Let's hope there's an early submission, or you can wait for this coffee machine? But I'd already dicked him around a little bit because so i told him to come to my house and then i told him to go to my friend's house which is just around the corner but anyway i go downstairs and he's pretty classic like he's obviously he's middle-aged sort of dude pretty fair dinkum you could probably say. probably new to the coffee machine definitely world. definitely a thing picking it up on behalf of the wife so very cautious doesn't want to get a bollocking when he goes home and he just picks the whole thing apart just looking through it all just, Are you looking up at the window at the excitement in the flat hearing the, I could hear everyone just going nuts and then he says, Where's the warranty? I want to see the warranty. Didn't have it on me, so he didn't actually end up wanting to buy it. And I go upstairs and so I left the flat when the fight was literally about to start and walked back in and Artisanya was getting his hand raised and all my mates were going absolutely ballistic. And you have and you didn't even get the sale? Didn't even get the sale either. That, oh my god, <laughs> like, that is... I was livid. That's worst case scenario in that position. Thank you very Didn't much. Didn't even get to see Artisania do the humping at the end. No. great. What? Yeah. Well, after he beat Costa, he started mounting him and humping him, which has caused outrage amongst the purest MMA fans, apparently, that you're not showing enough respect. You, you're not bar, supposed to yeah. hump someone after the fight. That's fine. That's what, what they do in prison. Babby would do that. <laughs> Don't so, worry about that. Imagine him in the ring against the filth man. That would be a good showdown. The, the, the man that moves like a frog with a tongue down to his knee, and then the big red-assed baboon with a big raspberry ass of a raging erection. So yeah, that was a real shocker, and I was gutted about That's that. A bit of a mixed bag from you this week. But random, but random dirt jumps and coffee machines and seeing your mum, which is always good. That was great. So how about you, mate? What have you, what have you been up to? I. Yeah, I've had a great week as well. I always like to be positive, as, as our loyal listeners know. Um, yeah, but yeah. I've gone last half full sort of operator. I've had a couple of things stand out for me as um, my stunner of the week. There's been something that's sort of always been on my to-do list, but I've never got, actually got round to doing it. Have you ever had your ears cleaned, like properly suctioned? By like, a op- mouth or what? No, by <laughs> a trained physician. It's mouth. No, not a <laughs> mouth. Like, it's kind of like this. Well, I need to get away from the whole mouth thing. Yeah, you need to get away from your fetishes and oh, think sorry. And think trained professional. Okay. So I no, just, I haven't. So I had it done once, probably three years ago. And Can I, I just like, say, it sounds absolutely revolting. It's great. It is so good. So much so that I waited probably three years to let the wax really build up again. Yuck. And the lady says to me when I go in there yesterday at my appointment, people either love it or hate it. I already hate it. No, don't knock it till you try it, because it is so good. And now I can hear. I got it done, and they probably got three to 4 size dollar coins worth of wax out of my ear. Three to 4 dollar size coins.
1: Oh. So, yeah. Did you keep it?
0: No, I was almost going to get a photo, and I wish I did. It's kind of one of those things where... The viewers would have loved to have seen that as well. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where when it's happening, it's a little bit disrespectful to be like, Can I take... It's like... Can I take this wax home with me? They're going to be like, why? I want to make a candle. You <laughs> want to make a candle out of it? You Would want it make smell some... good? Would a lit air wax candle smell good? savoury. Did you want to make some beeswax wraps to wrap your sandwiches in to take to work? Or just put it on just like a, as a record form? Yep, nice. Wax your legs? There you go. The possibilities are endless. If anyone out there from the ear Health Clinic is listening, these are different revenues you can venture into to expand your business during these tough times. We've given you five straight off the cuff. You're missing out on an absolute goldmine. Imagine earwax melted down straight on the legs. It would almost be beautician... Self-sustainable. ...mixed with medical purposes. Yeah. I like are. it. Yeah, so that was great. And so what does it feel like? It feels like, you know those things that... And how do they do it? I know you said suction, but... So they put droplets in your ears to droplets. obviously like loosen it up, but which is quite weird because you can feel it all through your face, through your nose, and apparently there's nerves that are connect the front of your nose and your ears. So they put droplets in, and then they put this little suction thing in, like, you know the thing that you... Um, the tubes that you get with the suction that go in your mouth at the dentist. I hope it's not the same ones they double down on. <laughs> there was a dentist clinic quite close. but they So they put that in and they just suck it around. But as they're doing it, you can begin to already hear better. Uh. So the only disappointing thing about it was, the whole time I I didn't know if my appointment was 8.45 or 8am. 8 so I got there at quarter to eight to find out it was 8.45. Oh, like, this guy's keen. So I'm sitting at the front and I'm sort of just jamming around, listening, watching a bit of the traffic, having a coffee. Obviously no car because of the Amish week, so I'm just sort of Tapping my foot, waiting for it to open. Yeah. They were like, this guy is more eager than anyone we've ever had. He's here. Flicking through a few women's days. They thought that I'd probably queued up overnight, like, outside for tickets. Yeah. but um, <laughs> Get out of the tent in the morning, eh? Yeah, so the worst thing about it was, I came out, and it was quite a cold morning. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you come out, it's like, you know when you get a new haircut? When you take your haircut a bit low? Yeah. I go out, and I start walking home, and the um, wind just howls into my ear channels Ooh, yeah, so that was yeah. the only little bit niggly about it but i'm not going to turn a stunner into a shocker no nope, so it was good it was great and nice. i can't recommend it enough for anyone out there that hasn't had it done and I've already, for, I've already booked my appointment next year wow so how's that for being embracing a new thing that's pretty full-on i like um, it yeah in and, a way i was think it's really gross yeah and my shocker of the week i've been copping a lot of flack about my answer phone message oh mate i thought it was bloody Kurt my own mother said to me nick it sounds like you're on drugs and another friend rang me the other day and said have you just got off the methadone program (laughs) i really want to know is it that bad mate it's i i heard it for the first time uh, a couple of months ago and i was seriously concerned about your health has the day of the answer machine is it over anyway just honestly you sound like you're about to die it just sounds so croaky. I don't know what I was doing when I... Uh, when night I night, yeah, night. so we'll put it up. We'll put it up on the on the story, and you guys can be the judge of it. I have been bullied enough now that I think that I'm looking to change, yep. but I'm wondering even, like I said, has the day of leaving a me- I almost judge the person more for leaving a message because I don't check them. I'll nah, never check never. a message. Well, it costs. It's so stupid. Yeah, so that's something that sort of, I guess, hurt the feelings a bit this week, Yeah. but yep. it's something that I'm willing to sort of get the feedback from and see if it's worthy of a change. Maybe we can do some sort of gimmicky one here. Will we say a word each? Yeah, or has the day of, hello? Oh, g'day mate, how's it going? Please leave me a message up yeah. is, that, is that funny or <laughs> is that just, funny. So, it's still funny? Yeah, it's still gold. It's better than just the plain beep. That's nil. I remember a mate of mine used to work for Vodafone back in the day and he looked at all the database of all the celebrity people that had their numbers because you could sort of see you can what, see celebrities numbers yeah so we could see all these like it would say i guess vip or if they yep. were common names and i remember one time we made him get it up when we'd had a few billy mavericks one night god if he was still working for them he'd be so he'd fine be now. <laughs> deep shit um but we made him get it up and we rang them all and we were just like all leaving famous me, people yeah and we were leaving these horrific answer phone messages who just, are you ringing so the oh, i can't off the top of my head remember too many i remember we rang scott styrus the cricketer uh, yeah, his yeah. number by chance by memory was 021 pig dog so it was very easy so i hope that he's changed that and we also give <sighs> it a buzz we also rung Ruben wicky the old league player yeah, yeah. but the funniest thing was he had one you know where you used to um have like a bit of music in the background and you'd be like Ruben Wiki, and then it would be like a yeah, con- yeah. comedic sort of thing. His one was just like island drums going. Oh, and then Ruben Wicki's not available at the moment. Shot cuz. So we were just cracking up. So we gave him big kudos because we are league fans. But it sort of took me back. So, mate, I'm going to up my, up my answer phone game. Yeah. I've made the decision. Similar to Ruben Wicki's one. Yeah, I'm going to try and dig that up, actually. But yeah, sorry to anyone out there who got horrific answer phone message in 2009 from a group of drunk guys. Scott and Ruben, if you're listening, apologies. Yeah, apologies accepted. Well, mate, how's the eight ball challenge treated you? The Amish week. The Amish week. Oh, Where do we start? It's been all right. Uh, I did really enjoy the walk to work with yep. you. The Twice, actually. Yeah, and home. Yeah, 20Ks there and back for us. It's 10Ks each way. Yeah. It's 20 divided by two, in case anyone was wondering out there. Yeah. So that was quite cool. That was quite good to do. And also, like, like I mentioned before, being on the bike was great. I must say that the walking... Th- five days in a row, had the re-emergence of the shin splints for me. Yeah. They must be massive in the Amish community. Or is it the sort of thing... Is shin splints an injury that you can just walk or train through? Or do you have People to... say you can. I don't reckon you can. I certainly it, cannot. It's pretty crippling. So that was really cool with the walking and on the bike as How'd well. How would you find the no tech? No tech was all right. Mm-hmm. It was all good. Um, a few... Lonely nights, let's just say. And also getting up at 2 in the morning and going to the toilet and trying to trying to not put the light on. Again, Francis, I apologise for your pot plant. So that was tricky. Um, there's a, few, certain element, a few drips on the floor, let's say. There's certain elements of it that you just physically, in today's world, cannot do. Like yep. I went to pay rent and I was sort of torn. Do I go down to the bank? Do I... Uh, withdraw my money then I go back in and then deposit it into the account but then I said I'm still using technology would my landlord have been sufficient with five chickens and maybe a pail of milk as payment for the week's rent? I think that would have been alright maybe you painted his fence or something as well? Uh, Our rent's handled by Harcourt so I can't imagine (laughs) that it goes down too well if I just go into the Here's five chickens I just go into the office and just release them and say yep we're good now so there are elements that obviously technology is so ingrained in us now that you just have to use it In some some aspects. But I think the main takeaway for us was no vehicles, which was great. Uh, We also, I think, no phone was quite good. Quite good. So one thing I really missed was no music. Yeah, that was no uh, mute. Because I'm just so used to listening to stuff. I was the same. I was. I just listen to our podcast on repeat all the time, and that's quality. I mean, that's Grammy award winning stuff. Absolutely, it is. the The thing as well is, yeah, it's funny you mention that because on the couple of days where I walked to and from work on my own, yeah, it was always made better with music. Even if you've got if a you're toy on, your own. yeah, I'm just sort of looking around, hoping to not get mugged, but also just being like, oh look at these flowers that I don't care about or what a <laughs> wonderful sound of the humming streetlights and the power lines. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I was, I'm was i with you on that. And, and of course, it's my love of sport. Yeah, so. there you go. And also the walk, going back to the walk away, but it reminded me back in the day when you're in your mid-teens or whatever and you just do those stupid missions. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like you'd just be like somewhere out by the beach or something and you'd just walk home or you'd be at Christmas in the park or Sparks in the park, hanging out at the back holding a few hands of... uh, Security guards. Security guards, obviously, (laughs) yep, and uh, predators, and having a few cruises or something, and then you just walk home because your parents don't know where you are. And you feel like you're a little bit more of a rebel. Oh, walk. Whereas now, no way. I remember when I used to live in London, um, me and my friend used to go out after dinner every night, and I'm still a fan of the post-dinner walk to settle the food. Yep. Um, But we used to go out every night and see... How many foxes we could spot in the rubbish? Oh, my family does that with cats. It's yeah, a cat game. It's fun because you sort of it's it's the eye spy for adults. It's fox and foxes are great little animals. Not got, fun to pet. I've got a, quite a classic couple of classic yarns about foxes from when I was living in Scotland. So one night, and this is no word of a lie, my old flatmate and myself were walking home from a big night out. He ducks behind a dumpster to take a leak. And a baby fox runs out and goes under his piss stream to drink starts, it. And starts no, it starts rolling around in it as he's pissing. So and was he, he now that fox's guardian? Is that like a territory thing? He like, imprinted on it, maybe. Hello, mum. Like I don't. It was real, and he called me over, and we I went over, and the baby it was like a a pup, I guess. Yeah. Got a bit startled, and but yeah, it was just he was just literally just. It wasn't animal... It sounds like animal cruelty. It ran under it and was just loving it. And he just pissed on it. Did you settle him by getting down in the piss puddle also? Or was that for later on when you Well, I wanted to got see got what on? all the fuss was about. Yeah. I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. That's strange. There must be some reasoning behind that. Or maybe he was just thirsty or wanted he's to into, He's into waterworks. Was maybe it cold just, in Edinburgh? Maybe that's... There, it was freezing. So maybe he just wanted to warm up a bit. Fair enough. He's a sicko. Cheaper than central heating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially at that time of year. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So... What's our new challenge for the week? Yeah, the Armist challenge. So this week, and now this is going to take a wee bit of explaining, but it's an absolute doozy, I think. We're going to delve into the culinary scene this week. The culinary scene, for sure. And obviously being a massive fan of uh, maybe things that decide your fate, would you call it, with the eight ball and... Quirky, superstitious devices. That's well put. And so we've got a origami fortune teller which you might remember from your school days, which is where the whole... You put it on your thumb and your index finger and you say sort of one, two, three, four, pick a number. Yeah. The triangles and then you pick your numbers. It looks like a windmill, kind of. You pick your your numbers and then you unfold and it decides your fate underneath it. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to put the challenge of the eight ball you shake the eight ball, and then you face the fortune teller. Yep. With what's the challenge of the week going to be if you make it to the fortune teller bonus level? The bonus level. So you shake. So there's a few steps. You shake the eight ball, you get a yes or a no. If you get a yes, you get on the fortune teller. You pick your numbers, and inside the fortune is a colour. And that colour is the colour of food you must eat for the entire week. And drink as well, barring water. And drink barring water. So if you've got blue... You're eating, everything's got to be blue. Blueberries, Powerade, slushies. Yep. Undercooked steaks? Yeah, uh, That's they, the name. That's the name. Yeah, they go, and it's B-L-E-U, so it's like a fancy blue. Bleh. More like a turquoise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. So it's the colour of the meat. So if you get red, you can eat rare meat. Fear? I'd agree with that. And if you get black, you can grill the shit out <laughs> just of it. burn everything. And no food colouring. No food colouring. So it's bad, the, bad for you. It's the classic one of, yes, I'd get that tattoo, but I'd go and get it lasered off straight away. It's beside the point. Yeah, absolutely. Or when you ask, it, would you rather this or this? And people say, neither. Neither. It's so like, obviously. Well, um, why would you even be going A or B if C's an option? Absolutely. It's a cop out. Yeah. So I'll do this first. You kick us off with a big roll. And. My uh, armist gentleman. And just a quick is side Is this technology? One. I was about to say, a quick side note for anyone out there, any wise asses out there in Spotify world, we're obviously using technology for this podcast because we want to put out more content for you. So, yes, the Armist gentlemen are breaking it today before it gets pointed out. But we'll be back into our ways tomorrow, and then we'll be kicking... Oh, finishes. Finishes tomorrow, and then maybe have one last meal of mixed colours, and then on Monday we get straight into it if we face... Oh, we start. yeah, we'll start the colours tomorrow. Yeah, if we face our fate. Yep, sounds good. And also, listening back on the podcast... This 8 ball kind of sounds a bit rude. Like we're having sex. Yep, but we, and there's no, okay. And and just wanted to clear that up. And now that I've brought attention to that, people are going to say, why the hell do they have to bring that up? Are they actually having sex in there? So, I'm just going to go ahead. Similar time frame for you to finish also. (laughs) No doubt about it. That's a new one. No doubt about it. I've never seen getting that. A bit, he's getting a bit cool, isn't he? Someone in, the fame's got to him. <laughs> yeah, he knows yeah. he's the central figure. So I'll be getting the old... Fortune we'll, we'll we'll this I'll first. have a crack. So if I get a no, then it's just you doing it for the week. I'll lose it. Prospect's good. So we're doing that again. So we're both facing the Fortune Teller. So thank you very much to the kind lady that made this uh possible with this fortune teller. So again another weird sound for you guys out there. But Sam, can you give us a number between one and four, please? Two. One, two. A number between one and eight. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And a number No, you did eight, not seven just then. Oh shit. Okay. Just go back one. So one. There you go. Perfect. Cool. And so what would you like between a number between 1 and 10? 1. 1. Controversial? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So this week you are... Red. <laughs> red. Bloods. Bloods. Straight bloods. Raw steak. Raw steak. Strawberries. Strawberry. Strawberry. Uh... Tomato. Tomatoes. I know you love tomatoes. I hate them. Raw tomato I remember I remember when I was so I hate raw tomatoes to everyone who out there doesn't know that. Um, which you all should know. Everyone's now. hanging out for that information. <laughs> Everyone's was, everyone was looking out for that. I I remember my mum when I was about ten was like, Look, Samuel, you need to start eating tomato like you're a grown boy, you need to start doing this. And I was like, got on a real high horse and I was like, Right, I'll eat one right now ate it, got a big fresh tomato, started eating it and spewed all over the floor. God, that's an overreaction. Yeah, I know, it was so and she was stupid. Clip around the ears. First, See you later. First meal of the week, raw, raw tomatoes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just spewing my ring out. Beautiful. So right, I'll, how do I'll you hand you, you the origami set. So put it on your. Use one on of these devices. Yeah. Have you, did you not use these at school when you were a kid? Very rarely, actually. Okay, so get that. Yep. There we go. All so right, so pick a I'll number go between two. Two. One, two. All right, so. From five to eight? Um, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. And the same again. Five. Five. All right. So, you have got... Green. Green. That's Don't right. mind that. Healthy week. That's, that's all right, yeah. What are you, green m Green jelly beans. Green lollipops that taste like disinfectant. Snifters. Snifters, yeah. Snifters. <laughs> I... It, Again, for those of you out there who should know this, my favourite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. Is that right? It is. You can't be having any of the chocolate chips though, mate. Just straight mint. Yep. Don't yeah. Don't mind that. Mojitos? Oh, if you're feeling a bit frisky. If, I can, if Friday, Friday drinks come around, I'll be on the mojitos. Hey, and I'll have a few Cosmos with you. How does <laughs> that sound? <laughs> How does that sound? <laughs> I don't know what direction we're going in with that, but we <laughs> sound like we are, uh, yeah, we're oh, into it. We're into it. So, it sounds alright. So, what do you have next for us, mate? Um, Last week, we sort of said to the people out there, the structure of the show, we're going to have a main topic talking point. Uh, Obviously, we discussed technology last week, and this week, we're going to touch on things that's very close to a lot of people's hearts, especially in this country at the moment, with the referendums going on. Yep. Do you decide, you know, we've had them in the past, whether it be the flags, we've had them now. The flags. The flag, the $20 million flag change. The laser Kiwi. Got a rough deal not to make the finalist the laser Kiwi. Yeah, that's the people's flag. That will always be remembered in New Zealand folklore. Absolutely. The one that should have made it. Um, So we're talking about referendums, and like I said, there's things like the euthanasia referendum at the moment. We've got the legalising cannabis referendum. But one thing we wanted to put to the people out there and to each other is if magic, the magical world, were discovered tomorrow and human beings as a society got to vote... Should we legalise it? Should we embrace it? Or should we shun it and criminalise it? What do you think the people would decide? So, should magic be legal? Yes. What would they decide? Obviously what are, what very, are the pros and cons, I guess? Is obviously, what as very about. serious as the other ones that have been put to the table. Yep, absolutely. You know, should people have the right to die? Should people be able to use medical cannabis? Should people be able to fly on broomsticks? Absolutely. And if you were to fly on a broomstick, would you learn on a toilet brush? Probably, you'd have to get your training wheels, wouldn't you? Hopefully a clean one. Hopefully the akanami has been in there and sorted it out for you. Another thing that I was thinking about in this topic is, would magic, if it became legal tomorrow, would it just be renamed as something taboo? Would it just be like almost a new disease that people yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't refer to it as magic? Magic's too fairy tale and too pulls on the heartstrings of joy. Some sort of scientific name. Would they just shun it? And would, would it be criminalised? Or would they be punishable by death? Would they be too afraid of it? Well, it depends on... I think if if magic was real, it'd have to be pretty closely monitored. Because if how would the selection go? Like, would you just be born magic? Would it be like a pill you can take? Could you learn it? Could you learn it? Could you pick it up in schools? One thing I was thinking about is, so all these schools you see, and I'm just going pretty much up Harry Potter, which I haven't even Mm -hmm. seen them all, which is a shocker. It's my Lion King. It's your Lion King, absolutely. And... All these different countries have these amazing castles. So that's obviously where the magical schooling is taking place. We've got larnac Castle. Hey, in its own right, a great tour if anyone's in South Dunedin. Uh, yeah, if you're there um, and you're sick of Castle Street and the last remaining boogie nights in the country, then Larnet Castle is great. But it's just a big house. So I'm going to expand even further okay. amongst the wizarding world. Please do. Um would you have different kingdoms like Game of Thrones? Would you have your Star Wars over here? Would you have oh. your Voodoo and Haiti? Would you have your Lord of the Rings over here? And would you have human beings submitting Al GREGO as our representative? <laughs> well, he's a magician. Yeah, is that does that become a taboo? Uh, a- like an offensive word. Yeah, I'm oh, thinking term that, eh? Magician. Is it kind of like just downplaying someone? Pulling a rabbit out of a hat and doing just card sharking. Questionable card sharking at Avon Head Mall. Absolutely, yeah, and questionable if the single mums. Yep. So would he be the human representative? There's people flying around and zapping things off and turning people into toads and whatnot, and he's, is this your card? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, do we get to do, shit, <laughs> Doing it to an actual wizard card is, tricks? Is this your card? Dude. And does David Blaine just get exposed for the real sicko he is that's just into torture as opposed I to don't think magic? He's a, I don't think he's a magician. He's he's, a, he's great, don't I'm, get me wrong, but he's a stunt man, isn't he? Yeah, he's a body mutification expert. Yeah, stab a uh, ice pick through your arm, which I mean, is... Cool, I guess. I think gangs do that all the time in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are they magicians? And what would happen if gangs got into the magic? Would it be like Limitless, though, where you take the pill right and you're already, if you're already smart and you're already driven, it works better. If so you if give, you're already a little bit magical, so yeah, you're trying exactly. to say. Yeah, So if these gang members, as they say, are into the dark arts, or they're into different types of potions, would they become more pungent in the magic world? Mm, Maybe. And imagine, not saying that gang spike drinks or anything, but you just touched on potions. And I'm just thinking, imagine being at a club or a bar, and obviously drink spiking is a thing that happens, unfortunately. And maybe you, for whatever happens when you get your drink spiked, you have your sip of your bourbon and coke, and you turn into a frog. That would be a little bit weird. Yeah, it would be. Or you'd be drinking your potions. I think, though, that there would be too much of a giveaway. Yeah, it's like there'd a- be bubbling and there'd be, like, steam coming off the top and little... um smoke making skulls coming out of it coming and there's just a big cauldron of it just getting stirred in, although you just see someone sip it and then the frog just lands straight on the bar and everyone's like who the hell's doing this the bouncers just swarm on the little guy with the funny hat and the cloak in the corner <laughs> do you know what would be cool though is the showdowns between like we said before the gangs so the gangs just storm out and say right we're not conveying to this wizarding bullshit yeah and they go along and they're all these tough tatted up roided up unit bikies and patch members and there's just this old frail man with a long beard and he just tames them absolutely turns them all into whatever do you know what would be <clears throat> particularly terrifying if magic became legal tomorrow um is would it be the end of the little white lie the white lie yeah so that be? bear with me for a second imagine if you said i can't make it today i've got an appointment or for whatever reason you people tell white lies all the time yeah. oh, sorry i was caught in traffic those jeans look great on you. All these different types of white lies. Imagine if you said, sorry to your boss, sorry I'm a bit under the weather today. Yep. And your boss happened to have developed these magical abilities. He says, well actually I just saw you wanking all day. In the crystal ball. In or the through cri- your window. Or just how, I'm sure there'd, there'd always be tabs on what you are up to. Yeah, that's true. And you just wouldn't, the crystal ball would just have some horrendous sights in it. Imagine just, you said, oh... I'm just going to go home and do a bit of study and then you get into course the next day and you've just got a professor, wizard, magician, anything. Hey, don't be saying that word. Sorry. Well, it's not legal yet. So we will we, we'll claim it and we'll hold on to it for as long as we can. Sounds good. And the professor just shoots a spell at the board and all of a sudden your internet history just rolls down <laughs> like a big bit of part, like a letter to Santa. A piece of parchment. Yeah. And with well, that, that would be mortifying. I think it's fair I'll to say that much like th- for free. I think it's fair to say that if that was to be come out in public, you'd have the Ministry of Magic there to pl- be placing you under arrest pretty smartly. Probably. Where would you have your CV in? If the, you the magic. If you decided right, the whole world's gone magical. Yeah. Everyone's taken over. People are having shit attempts at it. Obviously, the yeah. homeless guys are using wands to try and sort the trash out to get the last bit of a durry. <laughs> yeah. Where would you? What field would you go into? Um. In the magical world, it'd be quite cool to be like Hagrid, be a, a gamekeeper, is that what he is? And uh, not just like a freak giant, but yeah. and looking after all the crazy animals, maybe, or... I saw a thing... I'd other... probably be like the chosen one, like Harry, I think. Just go straight for that, just king of the Quidditch team. Yep, probably. What's, what sort of team would the humans produce like well who would be the best athletes in the world for the New Ze- uh, for the world Quidditch team to take on the Wizards well it's funny you should say that because they play Quidditch at Island Fields on Sundays isn't it just the lifeguards when they're off duty from Jelly Park is it I think they're the same guys that reenact the battles as well you La- know? laughing yeah I think they do <laughs> good to see them expanding their horizons i I want to put it to them if there's any Quidditch players out there do you just chase a bumblebee and is that the snitch And you grab it and it stings you. And then you win. Um, But you were saying, who would, so like, what athletes would you put forward? Yeah, would LeBron James dominate it or would he be too too heavy for the broom, eh? Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, great. Yep, Lewis Hamilton. Maybe jockeys? Jockey. Yeah, you'd want to be agile as well. Yeah. But then if you had the guys with the, the bludgers that smack the big sticks, you'd have to have maybe Dustin Johnson or Bryson Beauchamp. DeChambeau, sorry. Oh, nicely said. Yeah, he's No a... idea who that is, but... Last week's uh, US Open golf winner. Big oh, hitters. Or baseball players. Yeah, so they'd have it. Who would be chasing the snitch? Chasing the snitch? Oh, Tony Soprano. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be chasing the snitch. <laughs> and that snitch would be in big trouble once he got caught. they get stitches, mate. He'd be thrown in, in the pen with the fellas. But I think the, the snitch chaser would be the stud of the team. The one that's in the underwear commercials. Just the real... The Ben Franks? Yep. Or the or the Dan Carter? The Dan Carter. Yeah, yep. the Dan Carter's on the grudge ad. So I think the snitch chaser, the snitchy, yep. snitcher, would be... The yeah, weapon. they'd be like the stud of the team. Well, they'd be like is, the quarterback. That's what Harry does anyway, isn't it? He's the one who's... That's his goal on the team, so obviously. Yeah, he's the... he's The, the pin-up boy, if you will. The, the, the pin-up boy, more like it. Also, um, one more thing before we move on. Would... There be things that magicians would struggle with. Wizards, oh, yeah. I'm just getting it. Come on, mate. We'll get some hate mail for this. Yeah, it's the it's the old 1950s boomer in me. <laughs> um, would there be things in the modern world magicians would struggle with in our world, if they came style. into style? They yeah. always wear wet get-ups. Yeah, and no. they don't seem to be too interested in the opposite sex. No, well that's why I was thinking with Harry Potter and whatnot is they've got shared dorms at a co-ed school with a bunch of kids that have been told that they're special and different, so they're obviously brimming with confidence. Not much sex going on in the movies. You can imagine if that was a conjoined school. Yeah. Just in well, our worlds. If, if, yeah, imagine if you got, like, an all-boys school and an all-girls school, smashed them together, to kind of like what they've done with Avonside and Shirley Boys, and they're living there in co-ed dorms. It just seems a wee bit silly. A wee bit too pure, for my liking, actually. Yeah, yeah. erectus disappearus. Maybe, if you will. And just on the other thing, and, I mean, this is completely irrelevant to the schooling, but do you have a favourite spell? No. Off the top of your head? Off the complete top of my head? Um, well, actually... You do. I do. (laughs) Here we go. There is... A Japanese demigod. <laughs> to touch back. Not the cat with a thousand eyes? No, it's called the Cockerore. Oh, there's a different... Okay, yep, yeah, okay. You've done your homework. And what he does is he glances at you... Okay. ...and turns you to stone and then to dust. Oh, okay. So maybe... That then vacuums would... you up. Yeah, with his nose. <laughs> There's, that's maybe something that I would could get behind. If I could have that sort of powers, if someone was just pissing you off. It would just turn someone to dust. Just glare at them. A bit erratic. But, but yeah, so that's also maybe voodoo. You quite into like, voodoo? I quite like voodoo. Yeah. Dark magic would sort of be my cup off. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Like what about yourself? Curses and hexes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they do, but Hocus Pocus? Is that the movie with the three witches? Oh, it's it Disney? not a spell? Was it was an ice cream flavour. I feel like it's the ultimate cop-out of hocus-pocus. It's a bit like... Abracadabra alakazam. It's a bit like the coccyx at the front of a rowing boat just saying, stroke, stroke. There's like, more to it than obviously that. Obviously we are. Yeah, we're you know? trying. Yeah. Like on Family Guy when Peter Griffin has the car crash and goes through the windscreen and he's because he's had a stroke at the wheel and the rowing club just goes <laughs> past stroke, stroke. The burnt toast. Yeah. Smell the burnt toast. Uh, do you have anything else you want to touch on with magic? No, nah, so it would be a no for me. Be, mate, I'm actually probably, uh, call me conservative, but I unless I could be the only one to use it. How, how selfish is <laughs> just that? Just so greedy. But the, just the thing about the walking picture, the moving pictures creep me out as oh, well. Imagine one of them in your toilet. Oh, well, you've got like, an Akanami it... and they're moving like a frog and you're trying to do a number two. The world gets away on you very quickly when you've got those sort of things in your grill. Imagine how traumatised the bloody picture in your room would be imagine it the, the frame the, would be filled with vomit I can the, tell you that much <laughs> the frame's just all cracked <laughs> just a leaking frame you know like in the Simpsons in the Halloween episode where the wolves just cry blood that would be uh, a tra- any sort of magician in my walls. a traumatised picture um, so we'll crank into the top three uh, so sorry before we move on you're going to go stay as is yes I am against it yeah, me too. So it's a no for me in these referendums. Yes in the other two in case our viewers were interested. Absolutely. But get out there and vote yes. Yeah, for um, sure. So we'll move on to our next topic. We right. mentioned it early earlier in the show, but there's a 262 foot long Nitro Circus Mega Ramp. 62 foot high. Yep. And for anyone who hasn't seen them out there, it's a pretty crazy device in the world of extreme sports. It's ridiculous. They're, they hit them on motocross bikes, mountain bikes... BMXs, rollerblades, skateboards, main machines, those little trikes—they do all sorts of stuff. The guy does it in a wheelchair. Yep, yep. A tandem bike as well. So we're thinking three of the most ridiculous things you can think of to hit the Nitro Circus mega ramp on, and would you have any chance to land any of them? (laughs) The landing will be a stretch. Um, Do you want to kick it off? You want me to? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Go for it. I'm thinking to start off with. The three barred turned up to eight degree heater with extension cord. Yes? Yeah. No, no. Just straight power. So you've got your extension cord running behind you and you just sort of hobble onto it. Yeah. But you'd want to get moving smartly that your nuts didn't stick to the bars. Because they're tin ass. The wheels on them suck yeah. as well. But could you get enough balance that you could sort of just ride ride it down or would it and just And you're just clinging to it? Just clinging to it. So I think the heat would help you? Would it? Well, the extension cord wouldn't, because no. you want to make sure it's long. So Imagine, imagine if it unplugged in mid-air. It's <laughs> just, if just it. a bit cold <laughs> before you land it. So yeah, the three-barred heater would be my first go-to. Household yep. item, of course. Yep, yeah. What yep. about yourself? Um, so my first one, um, I was going pretty pretty standard with my first one. I think all three of mine are pretty standard. Heelys. Heelys, Yeah. Remember them? Remember the, the wheels that you clip into your shoes? Do you clip in, or do they? Uh, can they be shoes without the wheels? Yes, they'd be so impractical otherwise. Remember you run and then you put your heels down and you slide. It's oh, super yeah. cool. I was never allowed any. They were. I said I'd break my neck, and they were, probably rightfully so. So why not take them on on the mega ramp? So why not put them on the mega ramp? And but I'd just be worried that you're halfway down and your toes dig in and you just go ass over tits. Well, you'd w- would you want f- them to be pre-worn in? Yes. Or would you want just fresh, fresh gel? Fresh heelys. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, again, I've got no. This is just. 10-year-old me just wanting a go of Heelys doesn't see, matter I, what I'm going down. See, I always sort of was a little bit old for them. Oh, okay. So I sort of felt that if Are you I ever were, really too old to have clip wheels in your shoes? Now, looking back at <laughs> it, 18-year-old me thought that they are the lamest things that you could ever possibly have, whereas... They're sick. Current-day me thinks, why not have a go on them on some sort of hideous structure? They're as sick as COVID. Yep. Yeah. So... That's my first one. Your second one, keeping if you will. it in the youthful sort of side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a high chair, a high chair. Yep, strapped in. I'd obviously have to go knees and legs over the tray. Yeah, so I was gonna s- say you'd be it'd be a stretch to get you in one. And then would wait? there be a high chair on Earth big enough for me? Maybe, probably people that like enjoy being treated like babies. That's a weird fetish. Yeah. Just anyway, would you so, have a nappy on? I'd have an app on. Yep. Would it be filled afterwards? It would be filled from the top of the ramp. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. imagine just for an extra bit of extremeness, they just place down a boiling hot stewed apple and b- bottle in front of you. Beautiful. So as you sort of come coming and, down, tuck into it. you're coming down, you've probably lost, I, I would imagine that I'd be losing two to three wheels yep. as, as I yeah. take the ramp on. They're not built for extreme sports, those high They're years. not built for 30-year-old 100-kilo men. True. True. Um, so as I'm going down... I'd imagine that as you started to hit the upslope before you got fully airborne, you'd just get the ab- the tray of food just straight to the face. <laughs> Pie-faced. So that's two of mine where I'm probably coming out with zero landing and horrific burns. Yep, that'd be a shocker. Um, so my second one, and when I said that all mine are quite conservative, that was an absolute crock of shit. Mm-hmm. The Christchurch tram. Would it be tracked? No, no, just loose. Just loose, going down. And Surfing? <laughs> It on the top? I would be inside it doing the full hot drink service. Okay. and With all the hot food. And trying to hand it out to a bunch of international tourists who just want to take some photos. So they're wondering... It's where, full tram. They're wondering where the gondola is. Yeah. And they just sort of teetle over the top of the ramp and just <laughs> slam down it. And start hissing down it. Would you want it to go side on? Like sort of drift into the ramp? Or would you just want it... Just, full full noise. Like the cruise ship and speed that just goes straight into the city. Yeah. So just... Head first, straight down it. So that'd be one of mine. And a bit of a fun fact about the trams. Did you know that there used to be 35 kilometres of tram line in Christchurch? I did not know that. It used to go all the way out to Papua and all the way out to Sumner. See, that to me seems so impractical in those olden days. So times. so slow. Yeah, slow as shit. Imagine yeah. trying to get from Papua to Sumner. Yeah. I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Just got to hit the mega ramp on the way. It's crazy to think about how... Back in those days, it's, it would seem so much more impractical to have that sort of area to be able to cover on public transport. Why would you not do it in the current day? The tram. Or just if they had those speed trains that go around. I've always pushed for that. Oh, the bullet trains, the Shinkansen. Yeah. But They're just so crazy. then people could imagine if you could get on a bullet train and be in, in Papua Nui and be in Sumner in four minutes. Oh, so you're just going short distance. You're going straight through Shirley. Just and just, just absolutely hooning and as well. And cut it off at Spencer Park and just plough straight over the water. <laughs> it's like a big scumming stone. It's, it's too impractical. Those Shinkansen, when they're going for a station, they slow down to like 150 k. And for anyone who's wondering, that's 50 ks faster than the Superman ride. That's how I do all my speeds. I do it with Superman rides and with heights. And subway footlongs. Subway footlongs as well. And also, if so, the mega ramp height is what 60 foot. I do it with how many towers at Kiwi Two that is high. I think so. do distances. The 10 meter diving board at Kiwi Two is such a great judge of height. It is, and how many times faster than the Superman ride at Movie World? Is it's it? funny when we were actually talking about the mega ramp earlier, we it, we it, I was underwhelmed to find out it was 60 foot. Yeah, you thought, what did you say, 40 metres? No, 100 metres high. 100 metres high. 10 That's, diving boards. 10, 10 top towers at Kiwi 2. That's outrageous. Especially... Yeah. plane's hitting you off the top. <laughs> Imagine that. We've got the tram, we're coming in, the <laughs> bell's ringing, the guy's got his little silly hat on, and we're going down and all of a sudden just a big plane just comes the and takes you. 747, picture. not at the moment, though. I don't think the tram could get enough speed. You don't reckon? No. So what I was thinking as well... Just a wee little side list, if you will. Maybe just one. What would be the most? What would muster up the most commitment to jump over the fear in between the gap? You mean? Yeah, in between the gap. Um, as we've discussed at length with last on last week's podcast and this week, we'll mention it again. I'm obviously a fan of Austin Powers, so I just have to say, sharks with freaking laser beams on their head. (laughs) Sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their head. Because then, as you're going, even if it would have to be something in there that even if you had the momentum you are going over, here comes Tails at huge pace, the bar heater's going, I've yeah. got enough rope and I've somehow got airborne and I'm straddling it, I'm over, I'm over, laser beam, yeah. take you out, you're there but you're not. Or sea bass, the mutated sea bass from the first one. Yeah. Oh. And you've what? got Dr. Evelyn and his mutant son bloody on the side. Just barking at you? Yeah, with the pinky in the mouth. What would you choose? For the worst thing, um, oh... Maybe like a big vat of the filling from the hot apple pies at McDonald's. So no pastry. Nope. No. God no. But you know how hot that is, bubbling away. It's hotter than lava. I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that. A credible source as well. Just as you bite into them, sometimes your whole chin just melts. Oh, it just burns you. Is I'd that- almost want to ta- take that on. I reckon. Yeah, yep. Going in it. Just, yeah, straight a straight into it head <laughs> first and just start chewing. With your heelys on. Because I'd already be, with the first two options I threw out for the Megram, I think I'd already be acclimatised to the heat. Good point. Yeah. What, with the pie chair? Yeah, the, I'd have the baby food on the oh, face. Oh, you'd have the baby food. And, so I'm just, doing the, and I'm doing the hot drink service on the bloody tram. So, so I'd so. be just straight into it for a bit of dessert. Yeah. Any other things you think would be shocking? Hypodermic needles, maybe? Yeah, that's, yeah, obviously. Little pieces of Lego? That would be tough. (laughs) That would be tough. Bouncing around on that. Jeez. We want it to be doable, of course. You know, if you throw Lego in the mix, it's impossible. Yeah. So what would be your third one? Um, What's your big king hitter? My king hitter. So, you know, in the old movies, when you see someone, and they used to do it on Jackass as well, where you see someone just slide down on a row of barrels. (laughs) So just like big wooden drums, you just line them up, and you try and... I think you'd have to go... The old school running, you know, like you're running on the barrels, running with the fast feet, like when you try and get them going on or just water, head first, or you could use tree logs. Now head first, I think you go too good. And you got to roll down the mega ramp on a grouping of barrels or logs or anything around yoga mats. Is Donkey bins. Kong at the top throwing them down to you? No, you'd have to have a trusty support team that would run down <laughs> in front of you and just keep loading you in front and front and front and front. <laughs> keep loading the back. What sort of barrels would you use? Probably Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey barrels. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, off the, just off the top of my <laughs> head. After you've drank them all. <laughs> yeah. Some full. Just as a chuck. Some full, some empty. Oh, okay. I so, don't know what they would add to any sort of benefit, but just. Mate, it'll throw your speed out of whack. Yeah. So barrels. It's yeah. quite a good one, actually. I, good think, f- I think you'd actually maybe had a pretty good nudge with that. It wouldn't be as good as the high chair, but it would be a close second. Wouldn't be as entertaining to watch as the bloody bar heater, that's for sure. Yeah. What do you got for a third one? Um. So this one's probably the obvious one that I think everyone's. Guessing that I'm going to do. Screaming out at home. Absolutely. A horse with roller skates on. Right. Yeah. Roller skates or blades? Skates. Skates, (laughs) right. With the four. So if he wanted to slow down with you in the saddle, he'd have to put the the toes pointed forward as the brake. The hooves. The hooves. The hooves hooves. forward. And I think that would be shocking. And I thought that that would be a really bad one. But then, horses wear their shoes for six weeks at a time. Would you get, it, so would you he get would him on have, the blades early? So he'd have six weeks of training on the skates. And would he also treat it as his moment? You know, the in fact the, that you were on the back, he's probably like, right, all I've been doing is getting whipped running around this track for all these years, Right. Come on. This is me. Yeah, come on. I'll get a carrot if I can get over this. Or you just put carrot... Oh no, if you put carrot in the middle, he'll be diving in. <laughs> yeah. But you just imagine if, if you're just up there, you're like, oh my God, this is going to go terribly. He's just ca- just kicking around. Chucks and just, the goggles on the evil evil helmet. he just helmet. bends at the knees and he's ready for his moment. <laughs> like the Jamaican bobsled team. So that'd be it. And I don't know if I'd trust the horse though. I find tr- horses quite untrustworthy animals because they've got the sneaky eyes and they've got human teeth. And that's always freaked me out, and they've got really scary big willies, and he'd probably run it over for skates. The funny thing about horses, though, is they actually use them a lot for people with, like, PTSD and autistic kids and stuff, because apparently, as you pat them, mm-hmm. they can feel your heartbeat. Is that right? Yeah, they can feel your heartbeat. So, as you pat it, if your heart's going really quickly, they know to relax a little bit more, so they use them... Ah, it's almost like Avatar, yeah. where you put the little... Ponytail in it. Yeah, you plug it into the tree and yeah and it, there you go. There you go. There's a fun They actually tried them a while ago on the news with uh sex offenders. The horses. Okay. Didn't go too well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It was, wasn't that much of a raging success. God. Well it was raging, I'm but sure it wasn't that so. much of a success. Yeah, like I said, they've got some pretty crazy willies on them, so yeah. who knows. So yeah, that'd be my third one. Yep. So oh some some interesting topic points there. <laughs> Shout out to the one that didn't make my list that would be the pogo stick. Oh, the pogo, would you be at the top and you'd jump and you'd just be flying off it? So you'd just try and missile, so you'd go one and then angle and just shoot like the slingshot swing in Queenstown. And straight into the hot apple pie filling. And just let, (laughs) and you and the horse in the roller (laughs) skate. I wouldn't want to cut... The horse is in there licking a bit of salt. Yeah, it would be, if we were going to do it, and we had a crack at all all of the ones we'd mentioned, you'd want to get the order right. Because imagine if I'm just in the bar heater, just slowly randomly just like melting away with horrific burns and just and I'm a slowly dying and then horse. this huge tram just comes <laughs> bar- just straight in with you. Insult injury and 50 German tourists. TripAdvisor advisor would be going off with one stars after that performance on the tram. Imagine it or just the horse that's buddy flailing around and just absolutely freaking out. Yep. So what we'll do this week is we'll post obviously our meals, yep. how we're gonna get it, going to be begun on with the meals and... The fortune tellers and a few more clips from the Amish week last week. Yep. Um if anyone wants to give us any more ideas or wants to give us any feedback or just wants to have a laugh at us or take the piss out of us, be sure to uh, jump on our Instagram, which is What Up It's Threat, and also fire through anything to What Up It's Threat at Gmail. So make sure you tune back in here next week and we loved having you along. Anything more to add, mate? Actually, just quickly, we have had Our first bit of mail. Our first fan mail? Yep. Not from our mums? By Pigeon. I checked it this morning and I saw it. So, no, not from our mums. No, my mum just hate mail. Mm -hmm. Just sending me hate mail. So, we've actually had a message via Instagram. Yep. And I just thought I'd check. I know we're doing the no technology, but I thought on the off chance if someone has messaged us... We should have a wee look. We don't we want, want them, to give them a wee want, shout out. We don't want them to feel that fame's gone to our head. <laughs> no, no, which it probably has already. Walking around with sunnies on inside and whatnot. And eight balls just. Eight balls. Ooh. So we have had Tash from the United Kingdom. Yep. The, king, the big old kingdom over the pond. And she said, hey guys, love the podcast. You both sound like absolute hunks. She didn't say that. She was thinking it, though. We know. Good on you, Tash. Yep. Just sat here about to go to the shops. It's a bit chilly, so I've grabbed my other half's sports jumper. Just wondering if you'd ever worn anything of your of another half. If so, what? I'll tell you a bit of a hard case story about that. Yep. I've borrowed continuous things over the years. Um, but there's two stories that quickly jump to mind as uh, Tash sends that through. I used to work with this real hard case old fella. Yeah. And what he used to do is he used to you know, when there's someone I don't want to just say elderly at the workplace, but there's someone that you sorta of need to be in the mood to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. So what he'd do is he'd come up and he'd always have these cracking one liners. He was actually British. Yeah. He'd always have these cracking one liners and but there'd be times where obviously you just couldn't be asked. You're hung over and you don't want to hear, How are you getting on, old chat? Right, rah Yeah. But what he used to do is the boys at work found him particularly classic, mainly because he'd he was probably some sort of old chauvinistic old school fella. So the, no. look, the boys are appreciated as a chat lot more than the girls. But what he used to always say is, um, geez. I can't wait to go home and get my wife's knickers off tonight. And all the boys would give it the... Oh. Yeah. The girls would absolutely be mortified, thinking, geez, this guy is just his old... Super of, open. Yeah, he's having the old blue pill when he gets home. Yeah. And he'd be, and then he'd finish it with, yeah, they've been up my ass and they've been itching me for hours. <laughs> and we'd all just raw laughing. And just absolutely go ballistic. But there's something that I didn't... It wasn't in other halves, but it was a sibling's who was oh. female Uh-oh. that I used to borrow. It wasn't her... It wasn't like old, uh, old mate from work. Yeah. Um, my sister used to have this really amazing, um, moisturizer. Oh, where's the story going? No, no. And we went on a family cruise together. Yeah. And we had to share a cabin. Yeah. And me not realizing that this was some sort of expensive, she paid the, um, world for i just used to just dig into this moisturizer and just put it all over my face because it made my skin feel nice yeah and i was never much of a man care person until that point yeah but what she does she has this real thing where she loves to just everything to be symmetrical and like a tube you know right. what i mean yeah, Not yeah. A, and i'm actually to be fair quite similar to that i don't like to dig straight into the lip balm but on this yeah. occasion she'd be coming in every morning into the bathroom, go to use it, and I just got four fingers, just slopped oh. it straight out and straight over my face. But, I mean, that's just that's just two examples where you can borrow things from people close to you. Yep, and it can be all right. I had a similar thing where I washed my hair with my sister's shampoo when I was about about 10 or 11, mm-hmm. and it was tinting shampoo, and it turned my hair bright pink. And it was, you, it was shocking. Don't act like you didn't read the, read what it was like before Johnny, you put it in. Like Johnny Rotten, mate. Just put it straight in. So... I have, I mean, personally, I don't wear, I mean, I think girls wear a lot more of guys stuff because it fits a bit better. Um, I actually know a guy once who, after a few beers, put on a girl he was seeing's underwear to try and do an impersonation of an anteater with a face mask on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't me. I'll tell you that. (laughs) It wasn't me. Don't look into that. It wasn't me though. And... Yeah, I think, I I mean, me and my brother actually, going back to what you said about your sister, used to dress up in our sister's clothes and stand out on a busy road with a sign that said, honk, if you think we're pretty. That's gold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the local (laughs) pedophiles were just loving it. Just mouthwatering. Best 20th birthday I've ever had. (laughs) In today's today's world, would it be such a a cause for concern? Like if you had a couple of young sons and all they wanted to do was wear makeup and put dresses and things like that on, would would dads, the modern day dad be a, a bit more alarmed at that sort of behaviour with everything that's happening or is it just a phase? It's just fun, isn't it? It, it's it just is just fun. Great but I think fun. my mum was just watching us being like, if there's any big white vans pull up, they are just getting yanked right back inside. If Ron or they w- yanked in the van. Or if Ron, if Ron Reesley's coming past in the uh, ice cream van. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. It's pretty random, eh? Yeah. If he wasn't famous, he had been in a world of trouble. So, do you have anything else, any other things you've worn? No, but I, now that it's been brought to my attention, look you out. You sort of want to. I'm going to be having a dabble this week. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we haven't really had too much other mail. We have had a, on Instagram and also through email a lot of horny local singles in our area. Yeah. Which is just coming through. I don't think it's spam. All's, um. is there's great a, Ukrainian girl on there and I sent her $2,000 and she's going to come over here and marry me yeah. through that. I saw a thing the, a while ago that said that a guy had died in an apartment in Nigeria and what they did is they went in when they found him and they found like $500,000 worth of cash oh yeah and someone said Nigerian cash Nigerian cash so well music? I think it was actually I think it was actually equivalent to 500,000 US dollars right and someone had commented saying the poor bastard was just trying to get on the internet for years and give it away and no one wanted it no <laughs> um, one trusted him no, and he was a prince as well I hear yeah so <laughs> there, there you go but um, yeah so do keep the emails flooding through and the DMs personal or private yep um, and yeah we'll tick them off as they come in so thanks for stopping by and listening mate you have a great week same to you, mate. I look forward to seeing some of the things that come on your plate. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers.